Hello everyone, my name is Stephen Platt and I'm the host of the Cinema Catch-Up Club and this is a very special bonus extra gift for Christmas. That's right, it's December the 25th when this episode is released and this is our gift to you to thank you for listening to the series so far. This is a little bit of a special extra thing. Uh, we, we were not sure whether we were going to release it or not, and then we decided, oh, it's Christmas, we might as well. You may remember back in November we reviewed Titanic on the occasion of its 20th anniversary. Well, you may also remember, if you've listened to that episode, that we suffered some technical difficulties, which meant that we weren't able to review the film immediately afterwards, uh, which is what we like to do. We ended up having to come and meeting, I think it was five days later, uh, myself, uh, Rihanna Hall and Jason Doley. Um, But at the time... Uh, we weren't sure if the equipment was going to um, behave itself, quite frankly, ever again. Uh, I'm happy to report that it is. It was just a bit of a technical difficulty. So, on the off chance uh, that that things were going to go really badly, uh, the three of us sat around my iPhone and we recorded a bootleg edition uh, immediately after Titanic and did a a review of the film. So the audio quality is not as nice as what you're hearing now, but it's nice enough. It will do. Um, and there you are. So you can listen to uh, this this bootleg edition of um, our review of Titanic. So here you go. <laughs> Welcome to this bootleg edition of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. My name is Stephen, and I apologise for the fact that this sounds like it's been recorded on an iPhone. Uh, Because it has. Um, So, I'm joined in the uh, studio today by Mr. Jason Doley. Studio, yes, hello. And uh, Miss Rihanna Hall. Hello. And we were hoping to bring you a lovely, in-depth, beautiful audio quality uh, review of Titanic. But um, the film was so long, my computer... (laughs) Died um, whilst we were wait while well, while we were watching it, and when we came back and tried to get it working currently, it's working on updates and has been for a good hour or so. Yeah, so, it's yeah. Billy Zane shot it. Yeah, so um, we you may not end up hearing this because uh, we may get together and re- give our review later on. Um, but failing me getting this thing to work in time, this is your review, and you're <laughs> just going to have to put up with it. So sorry about that. Um, so. Jason, you you hadn't seen Titanic. No, I hadn't. And going into watching this film, what were you expecting? I was not expecting as good a film as I got. I'll say that much. I wasn't expecting it to be flash hot. I was expecting it to be one of those very rose-tinted, coloured, like, this is a very 90s film. And in certain aspects, it was a very 90s film. But at the same time, it was different. It was more modern than I think I was thinking it was going to be. Um, Certain effects, certain looks, certain... Ways things were done were a bit more well. I guess it has influenced cinema in that way. Mm. Um, that things since then have all been not trying to be Titanic, but have definitely taken cues from what Titanic did. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it was good. Cool. And Rihanna, uh, you had seen this film before. Uh, yeah, I've actually seen it quite a few times, uh, and I really do enjoy this film. Uh, I remember the first time I saw it, I must have been maybe like six or seven. 
Uh, mm. And it was just a woman trying to like keep me entertained while my dad was like working at her house. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I've watched it again since. Um, it was a movie that had made me cry when others didn't. Oh, uh, we didn't work that out. No. What points were going to make you cry? Yeah, well, I worked it out in there. And? Uh, it was... Am I allowed to say it now? Uh, yes, sorry. We should say we've <laughs> rolled the intro and the review into the same thing. You'll be lucky if you even get piano music. So, <laughs> so in, in that case, uh, full spoilers ahead. Rihanna, take it away. Uh, yeah, so I think it actually was when they were on the door, the famous scene. Oh, yes. And when... Uh, she, when she's realised that he's actually dead and she's kind of like, oh, but I'm too cold to yell oh, out yeah. for the... And I'm like, oh, such a tragedy. When Mr. Fantastic is looking for them. Mm. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it was when, you know, uh, Leo, because I love Leo, uh, when he <laughs> just died. And I was like, no! You still yeah. love Leo? I still love Leo. Was this the film that first sparked your love for Leo? I don't think it was. Oddly enough, I think it actually came quite a bit later. Like Blood Diamond or something. A lot of people yeah, like decided, oh, he's bit, good yeah. now at Blood Diamond yeah. in his um, Zimbabwean accent. Like looking back on like this film, mm. I'm like, ooh, young Leo. Hello. Yeah, young Leo is interesting. But I said, strangely like, enough, it's like older Leo that really got me hooked. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's true with a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people came in going. Did you uh, actually speaking of young Leo? Did you ever watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yes. Yes. I, I think that was the point where I realised yeah. he's good. Yeah. But I think it really wasn't until he was older with mm. like Inception, Blood yeah, like Diamond. Shutter Island. Shutter and Island. Yeah. And, yeah, um, the Island. No, that was him when he was young. Yeah. Mm. But that yeah. was the beach, wasn't it? The, the beach, beach, yes. Yeah. No, the island was Ewan McGregor and yeah. Scarlett Johansson. I mean, yeah. the, the island presumably had a beach, which could be called <laughs> the beach. <laughs> Actually, not really. <laughs> Have you guys seen the island? I'm afraid not. No, I'm yeah, not. no, I don't. It, 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 it's metaphorical more ah, than it okay. is anything else. So if the film is called The Metaphorical Beach, then it would be. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Everybody wants to go to the island, but the island doesn't really exist. Ah, right. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, so uh, this film starts. Um, a long time ago, uh, in the 90s. Uh, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with the recovery ships examining a vessel, which is the Titanic. And yes. uh, obviously, interestingly, lots of um, uh, footage of the actual Titanic wreck is used in there. Uh, mm. James Cameron... Um, he likes, went, he likes sinking. He does like sinking. He likes a good uh, deep sea dive as well. Um, <laughs> It sounds like an innuendo that we just didn't work on. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, no, but he, he went down there, he got a load of footage um, of, of the wreck of the Titanic and incorporates it into the story as these uh, people who are looking for a diamond. They're looking for a specific uh, necklace. Jewel uh, of the ocean. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the, the MacGuffin, yeah. kind of. Mm, I yeah. didn't expect this film to have a MacGuffin, if I'm honest, either, like yeah. a, the plot device thing. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, that was surprising mm. and... When people were caring about, it. I'm like, there's got to be a lot more gold than just this diamond on it. <laughs> and they kind of like wave that away, going, ah, Louis the Sixteenth or yeah. whatever, just to say it's it's important somehow. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, they find this uh, drawing of this uh, nude woman, topless yep. woman, and they go, oh, uh, look at this cool thing we found. Uh, in this safe, and there is a little old lady, what, sort of half listening to the TV while she's trying to recreate. Ghost. And it's such, it's such, a, <laughs> such an old box television. Like yeah. now, we would have had like you know somebody playing something on their laptop, but they had to get mo like you know mm. not mobile televisions, yeah. but the handheld. Well, not even handheld. It was like it's still a, like a that kitchen big. radio version yeah. of a TV. Other thing, it yeah. was probably bigger than. Well, it was definitely 
it was as wide as it was long. She, she was thick. Yeah. It was, and like you know, obviously they put it there, and the picture looks god awful. Mm. Uh, but this lady sees it and goes, "Oh, I recognise that that topless drawing because that's me." And she gets in contact with them, and this is Rose. And Rose turns up. She's eighty. Nineteen. She's, yeah, she's a hundred. Sorry, she's she's a hundred. She's yeah, one hundred. She yeah, the, wow, she's sprightly for a hundred. Mm. Well, yeah. the, well, the actress that played her was only eighty six at the time. So wow, and, and what fa- a compliment. Well, it's, it's been eighty four years. So yeah, yeah. And actually, Which we didn't say at the beginning of this. We wanted to. Well, in fairness, it's 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 been it's been a long after. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to listen to this one. I think we fix it up. It's yeah, we want the archives. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Rose turns up and she begins to tell the story of um, basically what she was doing on the Titanic. Uh, it turned out that she was stuck in a loveless aristocratic marriage yeah. to Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Billy Zane! I had a fun game of working out all the famous people that were in this film that I did mm. not know was in this. I literally thought it was those two and some other people pretending to be stuffy in the background. Yeah. Mm. Which you're not wrong with. There's a lot of people. There is a lot of people, but there are also famous people being stuffy well, in the background. it was a big movie of its time as yeah, well. And it exactly. still is, so... Yeah, and some of these people are like more famous for things that they've done previously and a few mm. of them have become more famous for things they did afterwards. So my list, shall I give it? Yeah, yes. All right, we've, st- we've got Billy Zane, who I was incredibly excited about at the intro. Mm. Um, Playing Cal Hockley, uh, the floppy-haired aristocrat who yeah. is betrothed to uh, Rose uh, DeWitt. De- DeWitt, <laughs> DeWitt, yeah. DeWitt, yes, DeWitt uh, Bucketer. And um, he's he's not a very nice man. No, no, no. he flips tables. He, yeah. he slapped her at one point. He as did. Well. Yeah, I really should complain nice. more about that than the table. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, they were both pretty. Yeah, yeah both well, we were talking about that the, yeah. the table flip scene. Not to jump ahead, but mm. apparently Cameron didn't tell Kate Winslet that he was going to do that. Yeah. So the shock Which and is a bit of a. Jerk yeah, move. Things, but yeah, it's <laughs> also this swear. extra level, especially to like you know Academy Award winner Kate Winslet. Like, yeah, don't trust your acting that much, so yeah. I'm going to not tell you that someone's going to flip a table and because... like be right in your face as exactly. well. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, I mean, yeah. So it's not great. Um, David Warner mm-hmm. as well, which is interesting here because he always plays professors and very serious yeah. people. Mm-hmm. To watch him kind of play the thug, yeah, yeah. was quite interesting. Like the brute, he was he? a brute, which yeah. is really odd for David Warner as yeah. well. Well, at, at that point, like that should have been Bob Hoskins or yeah. someone. And at that point, where he's chasing um, Rose and Jack through the ship after they've had their free son in the car, <laughs> um, he, 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 it's it's almost like we're seeing like a really old version of the Terminator, yeah. <laughs> just chasing them down the car. Except the giggling all the time yeah. as they're running. So <laughs> he's old. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, some of the other ones you spotted. Uh, Bernard Hill. Yes. From uh, most famous for playing King Theoden in Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. <laughs> as the captain who we noticed is incredibly bad at his job, or at least he's not shot in the most positive light. Mm. Yeah. I said you could just put a couple of scenes where it was actually showed being competent. Like every talking time, about boat things or, at least. Or even steering. Yeah. You don't see him steering. You see him kind of near things like, ah, look at that. And then he wanders off to he dinner. Like, mm. mixes his tea. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. He loses kind of, a lemon in yeah, there. He loses, yeah. He's got his lemon in his tea and that's about it. They like, talk oh. about retirement, which makes him sound more like yes. they've got like yeah, someone who is actually 83 and just kind of yeah. propped him up there yeah. and uh, so on. Victor Garba, um, one of my favourite actors, was um, the architect of the Titanic. Yes, Thomas mm. Andrews. Yep. Thomas Andrews. Mm. Kathy Bates. Yes. Oh, as um As Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah. I think. She uh, was playing Molly Brown. Molly yes. Brown. Yeah. Okay. I, but Kathy, I thought yeah. she might have been playing Mrs. Astor. I don't know anything about her, but that famous headline about the Titanic. Mm. 
Have you ever seen that? Oh, you know, Titanic okay. sinks, and then literally the next little line after is Mrs. Astor safe. Ah. And I've always wondered who Mrs. Astor was. Yeah. Um, I so know that she did. She was Kathy um, Bates or Molly Brown was a real person, or at least based on a real person who yeah. was actually quite heroic in it and helped mm. to get a lot of people, uh, people onto the rescue ships. Yeah. Mm. Which this would be another point we come back to is mm. about how some things are very true to form, but it seems like a lot of the physics and James mm. Cameron cared about in this film, but sometimes the personal stories of certain characters, yeah. like so some characters that were heroes in the real sinking, mm. I know um, were portrayed as the guy, basically the guy who shot another guy and then shot himself. Yeah. Was, um, he was apparently very heroic and the family yeah. tried to sue Cameron. I don't know how successful they mm. were about it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they were literally slandering one of their relatives. Yeah. Um, and the last person I had was Yon Griffith, who just kind of appeared at the end, um, Hornblower himself, Mr. Mm. Fantastic, as the guy captaining, well, captaining the tiny little boat looking, the one that rescues looking Rose. Survivors, yeah, yeah, the one that rescues the one, Rose. The one boat yeah. that went back. With a very thick said. Welsh accent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a real who's who. I mean, uh, we didn't even get on to Bill Paxton, who's in this film as well. Um, very well-known actor from uh, Alien. Oh, yes, of course. Like yeah, yes. he is right at the front. Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, so so lots of big names in this, and of course, arguably the biggest name of all, the Titanic itself, oh, yes. which yeah. looked pretty good, um, with the exception of the odd CGI shot. Yeah, every now and then you look at the background and you look at, there's one point, I think it's just <laughs> after it's come out, it's going off into the distance, hmm. and they obviously shot the ocean and then shot the Titanic, and for some reason the way they've overlaid it, the Titanic looks brown. Yeah. Like a real bad looking brown. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's far enough in the distance that... Anybody watching it on their VCRs, which most people would have been, yeah. would never have noticed. Yeah, but when it. you've got a two-disc DVD like we do. <laughs> on a 55-inch uh, television. Yeah, it, it, sli- it slightly um, stands out. But, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, the model work was excellent. I mean, I think... The miniature work, yeah. Yeah, and I actually think, um, to, to jump ahead to the thing that's interesting about this film, which is the boat sinking. Um, yeah. The the actual uh, effects that we used to show that boat sinking, I was pretty much immersed. Yeah. yeah I, there, I, there was a few points where you looked at it going, okay, like, there was points where it was obviously miniature because the water was acting more like mm. smaller water would rather yeah. than being like huge waves. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was pretty good. And uh, mm. obviously the, the set decoration was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... It re- the, like the the difference as well between the very opulent upper decks and the the, the lower decks where all the yeah, quote unquote scum were yeah. living. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, but it was all dressed beautifully. Obviously, uh, James James Cameron and his production team put a lot of research into um, trying to recreate what the Titanic would have looked like as closely as they could, and it looks marvelous. It, yeah. It's mm. a it's a beautiful looking film for a lot of this film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, I did jump ahead there. Uh, we, we we have missed the introduction of arguably our, our protagonist, uh, or one of our main protagonists in Jack, oh, yes. who uh, has the card game with um, a man who is definitely Italian. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> in, yeah, like, he is just a little shy of being like Super Mario 64, which would have been around the same time. Mm. Very thick Italian kind of accent, which I guess also, um, what was his name? Uh, I just kept calling him Febreze. Febreze. Or Fabric, or fabric Softener. Mm. Uh, Fabrizio? Uh, yes. Fabrizio, yes. Yes. Um... Mm. Sorry, I was just having a look. Uh, yes, um... 
they they win a card game against uh, Olaf and Sven. Yeah, uh, they're not very happy. Punching each other in the face. or something. Yeah, yeah, going. Ah, oh, we're not going to get on this awesome ship. Oh. <laughs> like, why did we gamble? Olaf this and Sven away? must have been very happy. Yeah. yeah, they must have wiped their brow a few days later. Going, yeah. oh, good Ooh, enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, Jack gets on the ship. He is uh, he crosses paths with. With Rose, he's immediately uh, smitten, and then is in the right place at the right time when she tries, tries to, to kill, kill herself. herself. Yeah. yeah, which I don't know about you, Rihanna, but that that seemed to almost come out of nowhere. A little bit, yeah. A um, little, yeah, because she doesn't get anywhere near that sad again, even though it's meant to be about her situation. Yeah, and I also think because she she goes, out, she kind of bursts out of these doors and starts running to the back of the ship, and you know instantly is you know just distraught. And deciding that she's gonna do this, um, when you could argue that you know, if you were in that frame of mind of uh, you know wanting to you know hurl yourself off a ship, you probably wouldn't want to draw attention to yourself. Maybe um, you know you'd be mm. a little bit numb. Yeah. Whereas she's she's, she was know, very she's like ah thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, she's very thoughtful yeah. and deliberate with every it move. Every move is. Yeah scared about yeah. more what's going to come than what was behind her. So it was a bit more like the plot needed her to get there. Yeah. Like she needed to be on that side of the boat with um her boots off. Mm. Yeah. Um Jack's boots <laughs> the off. Shoe to, the shoe thief. Yes. Yes, yeah, so he, he he did seem to be collecting a lot of shoes as this guy. <laughs> um but obviously Jack is there in, in time to, to talk her down, you know, yeah. essentially saying, you're not gonna you're not gonna throw yourself off, it's fine. Like, I'm it wasn't a too. great talk from somebody trained in suicide prevention. I don't know if Jack was. Like, no, well think, from yeah. someone like myself doing Oh my apologies. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so knowing how to do suicide prevention, it was not ticking a lot of boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because he has to try and I think um we were pointing out before he's a bit of a like the character of Jack is a bit of a Mary Sue as well. Mm. Like, he's good at everything immediately. Yeah. Like, he can hold his own in a battle of wits against um, Billy Zane's hair. Yeah. And um, then he can also work out how to fix certain things. And, yeah. um, you know, like, everything that he does, it, to a point even, and this is jumping forward to near the end, mm. but when they are um, just after the ship sunk, yeah. they and they get into the boat and things like that, you can see that... Rosie is incredibly distraught, incredibly mm. tired, incredibly thing, but he's like, no, I'm still good. It's literally, they cut back to yeah. Kathy Bates, arguing that they need to go back and save more people, and then cut back again, and now he's suddenly bad. Mm. There's mm. like, they're not, they didn't show kind of the change. He was always very calm and very collected. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he was a bit of a ultimate protagonist in a lot of ways. Like he was, mm. he was kind of faultless. Like you can't think of any yeah. of his faults apart from he's poor. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, to other people in the film, was was, was unforgivable. But yeah, yeah. for us, it's like, okay, he hasn't really got any faults. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, he, he is a bit of a... I, I suppose it's easy to see why Leo became such a, a dreamboat with, with, yeah. uh, with, with the certain demographic. Because he is a good-looking young man. Oh, yes. He's got the nice floppy haircut, which was obviously the, the look in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> He, he had the hair for a lot of films. Yeah, he was yeah. he was very charming as well. Like mm. he, Jack seemed like a really nice guy, um, and you know the 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 fact that he and Rose uh, fell in love with each other so quickly was a bit um, uh, fantastical. But it's a romance. It's it's a fantasy fun yeah. romance. Yeah. So 
I think it's fine. Um, I mean, this whole film was just pitched as Romeo and Juliet on the Titanic. That that, that was the the pitch when they first um, Mm. were looking at making this film. And I think it works. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's poignant. It's tragic. It's got lots of fun, um, lots of fun side characters. Like the guy looks like the Monopoly Man. Oh yes. Um, (laughs) We also played a game. Apparently, one of the quotes that well facts that Stephen had was that the extras were always recycled. And mm. so you'd always see the same characters in the yeah. backgrounds. And Stephen and I kind of picked our own favourites and yeah. would cheer every time we found them. I found a guy who kind of looked like a Middle English version of like Che Guevara with the beard and yeah. whatnot. So every yeah. time you saw him, you're like, oh, there he is. And, and for me, it was the bold guy with the Monopoly Man moustache. Yeah. Um, yeah, James Cameron essentially picked 150 select extras that were passengers on the ship. So it's like, you are an extra in this many scenes, but you are this same person. You are... Passenger X Smitherson, and this is your backstory, and this is where you've come from, and went into quite a lot of detail and based these characters on people who were actually on board the ship. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of interesting uh, bits like that. It's not it's not just the set which was given the attention. It was characters uh, within the world who who were even though there were some discrepancies, like the man who shot someone and then shot himself. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's obviously no evidence that that happened. Um, but other characters were referenced. The, Specifically, um, there's a very well-known shot from this film of the elderly couple hugging on the bed who've accepted their fate. Um, They are meant to be representing the Macy's department store owners uh, of New York, uh, Ida and Isidore Strauss, uh, both of whom actually died in the Titanic in Mm -hmm. real life. Um, Ida was offered a seat on a lifeboat but refused it to stay with her husband uh, and they actually filmed a scene where she did this but this was Uh. cut from the final version. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so they were based on real people. Um, a lot of the, um, I mean, obviously people like the captain and a lot of the crew members were, had the same names as, as the people from the ship's records. Mm. Um, we saw obviously the designer of the Titanic. We saw the man who was financing the voyage saying, let's make this ship go faster. It can't be sunk. <laughs> yeah. Hubris, hubris, hubris. <laughs> and yeah. And I, I just think it's, it's interesting that I think it, it does lend a certain level of credence to to the story, which I think needs it because it's not a wonderful story mm. in, in terms of does do, do we see any growth from any of the characters? Not really. We yeah, see, you see a bit from, I guess, Rose grows. We do, but it's basically just Jack going, no, Rose, you don't have to be miserable. And her going, yeah, I don't have to be miserable. <laughs> and but like Billy Zane's character, Cal doesn't really grow Very at all. Yeah. He's just, I'm a pantomime villain. I'm going to use this yeah. child to get on this lifeboat. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, her, her mother um, just... She's still a snob. Is still a snob. <laughs> yeah. Although towards, She's sadder. Yeah, she's a she's lot a sadder. Sad but it's hard to tell whether that's because, oh my God, I le- I've learned I should love my fellow man. Or, oh my God, my daughter's on yeah, that boat. My daughter's yeah, my daughter's on... Like, when she's looking sad, yeah. you're never sure whether it's, oh, look at, like... Would she have looked yeah. even remotely as sad if mm. Rose was next to her? But yeah. I suppose it, it's also that, um, and I think Stephen, you mentioned this before, that the actual running time of the movie was how long it actually took the ship to sink. Was yeah. it from, from iceberg? From, from to, iceberg. Yeah. So, 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 so if the you, second half of the disc. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you remove all the modern day scenes, the yeah. film runs at two hours forty minutes, and that's how long it took from Berg to to sinking. Yeah. So um, I, I think there's there's kind of like I mean. From this morning when I woke up to now, I don't think I've really grown 
much as a person. As a person. Yeah. So I, I suppose it's a, such a short yeah. amount of time for yeah. them to kind of have a, a development. True. Uh, I, but it is, it is, for them, it's been three days. Yeah. And 84 years. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I would counter that by saying I've, I've grown today as someone who thought their laptop worked fine to someone who's <laughs> very cross with their laptop for, yeah. for yeah. still working on updates. It says it's 100% complete, but... Well, the I mouse isn't working now, Windows. too. Yeah, sorry. We, we are also doing yeah. IT uh, work as we go. Yes, we have um, tried turning it on and off again. Yes, we have tried that, everyone. Um, several <laughs> times. Um, so we have the attempted suicide attempt. We have the spitting scene. Uh, where oh, it's, yeah. it's just like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to spit because you'll need this to... Spit at Billy's <laughs> later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is what commoners do. Somebody said that was petroleum jelly. Yeah, the the spit, and it gets right in Billy's eye. So, yeah. oh god, oh. Yeah, it looked good though. Yeah, yeah it looked great. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been pleasant for for Mister no. Billy Zane, no. Um, uh, and yeah, they 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 very quickly fall in love. He draws her naked. They have sex in a car in the yeah. um in the thing, and it's it's a lot of these iconic scenes which you were aware of. With, into yeah, this. due to like some of the scenes I knew were kind of there. Mm. Um, from like the Futurama one and as, as I mentioned before it'd been two weeks since I'd watched I'd started watching Rick and Morty and I think the end of season one is all about them doing the fake Titanic voyage yeah. <laughs> where the, the ship was guaranteed to be un- unsinkable and oh, so nice. it'll always go down and everybody gets to have their time and it's like oh let's do the thing on the front of the bat and there's yeah. a line of like two hours yeah um, the car bit too as well um, some of it is a bit perverted and I think even yeah, at one yes. point they all get together and watch Titanic and they don't enjoy it mm. so maybe that kind of made me think I wasn't going to enjoy it as much right. as I did yeah um, but, but can you can you see why this film has become such a cultural touchstone yeah I think there's, there's a lot of parts of it that work and have become like almost a stock standard for how we do things. One of the things that was most remarkable about was how, um, like one of the big things that's come out of computer generation is a lot of focus on definition and mm. things certainly um, reacting in a certain way. You watch things from the 80s, um, like if you'd sunk a ship in the 80s, you would not, there are points where glass blows out or just yeah. when the when it literally drops, every time it comes to being quite close to a... Um, like a porthole or something like that, air will just shoot out because it is. It's being forced up. Yeah. Um, that kind of logic was there, which is better because usually what they would do is they'd just shoot a miniature and then go, okay, that's probably what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. like it just going straight down. Like yeah, straight down. Like snapping. No, or, yeah, yeah, no snapping. Or they may know that it went like that and then it snapped and then it went yeah. down, but they wouldn't have shown a lot of definition. Sometimes that definition didn't look great. Yeah. Um, there was one of my favourite points was when... Um, Another point when everything is fine, I think on the just after it left port, there's a big panning shot where you can see people walking along the um, the deck, mm. and there's a couple of like um, sailors there who are walking, and as they're walking, they f- like they put a foot down, and that <laughs> foot will still go a little bit further forward, yeah. like it's on a roller, skate. like it's on a roller skate, which yeah. is a yeah. video game thing if you haven't synced up the floor to where the person's yeah. feet are. So mm. when they, it's like, all right, that guy needs to go forward, and he's going forward faster than his feet can go. So it's like a reverse forward. Moonwalk, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a nice glide across the deck. Yeah, exactly. So maybe he just shined it. Um, yeah, possibly. So ultimately, um, they have this love story. Ship sinks. Ship sinks. We, we. Uh, Which I mean, that's brushing over a lot because that ship sinking. It wasn't how I always imagined. Like you, bang! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It was like bang! 
wait, wait, wait. Victor Garver explains why everything's going to go wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then talk, talk, talk. It's, go it's, do things. It get starts dipping forward. It eventually dips forward so yeah, much. Yeah, like the bit with David Warner, how he's just playing with the bullets. And yeah. they're just rolling back yeah. at him. It's like... <laughs> Not a panic like, he, he doesn't care. It's like, you are going to care in a little while. Yeah. He dies and... He, yeah, yeah well, he's, he, he's there when the boat the boat snaps. Yeah, he's at the. And then you don't see him again. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume he didn't make. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, and then yeah, so the boat sinking is is probably about an hour of the film it takes to actually show all that. Oh, it's, probably more. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. and it's um, it, it's very exciting. And for me, once we get to the as soon as it hits the iceberg, it's like. Yep. Okay. Now, now I'm yeah. interested because yeah. now we've had all this sort of setup of these relationships, predominantly obviously Jack and Roses, yeah. and now it's like, okay, now how do you deal with your literal entire world around you about to disappear? Yeah. Um, we, we did make a point while we were watching it that is it possible that Jack and Rose caused the ship to sink? Yeah. <laughs> because they run out onto the deck. Uh, <laughs> they get, snog. They snog. And the guys who are meant to be looking out for icebergs look down at them going, oh, look at that. They're kissing. And then they look back up and go, oh, my God, an iceberg has suddenly appeared. <laughs> and it literally is. It's not like it like looms into shot. It's yeah. a boom. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, friendly neighborhood. in view. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so the argument is, had Jack never gotten on, like, you know, I don't think Rose would have fallen for Sven or Olaf. Yeah. Um, so she would have been fine. She would have probably yeah. been moping around on the ship, but she would have lived. Yeah. So in a, in a way, yeah, no, I think we can say that Jack and Rose are the reason so many people died. Well, yeah. we don't know if they were just that, um, bad at their one job. That yeah. They would have been distracted. That, by yeah. Like the guy like... could have been feeding ducks. And, oh, look at that. Oh there's no. Ducks. There's ducks on this ship. Yeah, true. We are in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. We're not going to find many ducks. Fish passengers brought a dog. Oh, let's look at it. Uh oh, iceberg. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, so ultimately, um, we get to arguably the, the thing that Titanic is most famous for, Rose on the door, Jack in the water next to her. Um, we can confirm the door is big enough to hold both of them. However, it's not buoyant enough to hold both no. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all doubtable, but I think, I, I think I, Mythbusters proved that yeah. they can't do it. And plus, yeah. it's plot point. Yeah. But I, I also think it, it's not, that's not what killed them. It was the cowardice of the people in the lifeboats yeah. is what killed yeah. Jack and all those Because Kathy people. Bates wanted to go back but nobody else did. Yeah, she's yeah. there going, we've got to help our fellow man. And the guy who's in charge is going, they'll swamp the boats, which is a legitimate concern. It, it is a concern. Yeah. But at the same time it's a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's>, and <laughs> yeah. the fact is they talk that the boats can hold 70 and there was 12 There was like 14. 12 people. Yeah, yeah 12 yeah. in that. It was, it was obviously Because um, then Jan Griffith gets there and he, he offloads all his guys onto another boat and then goes back. Yeah, That's yeah he says, everyone from this boat, get on there. We've got yeah. a spare boat now. Yeah, let's, yeah, go, let's go get some more guys. But even by the time he's done that, it's literally like only six people get pulled from the water, yeah. including yeah. Rose. Well, so froze to death, really. Yeah, and it's just... Obviously, this is this is based on real events. Um, it it changed how obviously uh, maritime health and safety practices were done forever. Yeah. Um, and Titanic, obviously, we could we could talk for ages about the actual cultural impact it's had to the point where you can make a two hundred million dollar blockbuster <laughs> yeah. film and yeah, have it really can. make mad money off the top of it. Um, two billion dollars. Yeah, it's it's a it became a huge hit. It became. Um, it was top number one for like months. It yeah. was it was just. And I think that Celine Dion song was on oh, the charts yeah. for well over a year. I was yeah. getting that like the single for Christmas because yeah. I love that song so mm. much. <laughs> yeah, um, but but twenty years on, uh, and we'll start with you, Rihanna, as yeah. as the fan. Um, does does it hold up for you? 
I think it definitely does. Um, I think even now, like every time I watch it, I kind of actually want to go and do a bit more research and think, okay, what actually happened? Mm. Um, like I know the um, the guys in the band that were playing, that actually happened. Yeah. They, you know, people who survived say that they remember the like songs happening till the last minute. So I think the movie definitely has that impact for me to think, oh, wow, this event actually did happen. I know that this love story in the middle probably didn't, no. but the events around it are enough to spark my interest and make me either mm. want to you know, watch it again or go and you know, mm. research a bit more into it. And, mm. and as someone who's watched it for the first time now, Jason, um, watching it and going... Uh, I, I suppose watching it two decades on from its release, can, can you understand why it was such a phenomenal success? At the time, yes, especially yeah. for 1997... Mm. Um, I can't think of any other films that came out in 1997 that it would be competing with. Mm. But yeah, it would have been a hell of a film to... You know how you always think, oh, I wonder what would happen if you brought this average film yeah. and took it back 20 years? Yeah. It's kind of also what Titanic already is in mm. a lot of ways. Yeah. It is that film that you've... Is a, not beyond its time, before its time. It is of its time in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some... Talk about the dialogue um, is quite 90s in terms of... Um, when Rose is talking about how great Picasso is and things talking about how dumb Picasso is and <laughs> Freud as well. Yeah. And it's it like, oh, it. we've made this, the trick of making somebody old modern. Mm. Uh, we still do it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Someone old, quite modern thinking to make us think they're the better person. Yeah. yeah. In comparison when, like, you know, she probably would have hated Freud or mm. um, so on. But it is, yeah, it does hold up. It really is... Not yet beyond its time, I could probably say, but really probably only about five or ten years. Mm-hmm. And probably the reason films were like Titanic was five or ten years ago is due to Titanic. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we should try and score the film. Okay. Um, so we'll start with you, Jason. As the first-time viewer, what would you give Titanic out of ten? I would give it... Hmm. That's a tough one. I'd probably give it seven insurance policies out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it, it's good. It is quite good. And it is, it does make me think, um, yeah, I will watch it again in the future. Maybe not for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but if there was nothing else on, I think, I kind of feel a bit silly for not having watched it mm. earlier in my life. Yeah. But, I mean, it got me on the podcast. It's so, hooray. <laughs> um, Rihanna? What would you give Titanic out of 10? It's a tricky one, um, but I think purely based on my nostalgia for it, mm. um, I'd give it uh, nine petroleum jellies. Out oh, of in the 10. face? Yeah, yeah, in the face. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd be tempted to give it 10, but there are bits in it that I'm like, oh, Ooh, I yeah. wouldn't put that in there sort mm. of thing, so... Yeah, that's where that one point's going to, James Cameron. All right. Keep, yeah, yeah. keep working on it for Avatar 2, James. This is all good feedback. We and 3, and yeah, 4, four and, and 5. 5. Maybe just don't make them. Mm. Yeah. That's my suggestion. Um, for me, I, 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 was, I was dreading watching this film a bit because I didn't have great memories of watching it the first couple of times around. Um, it's, it's a better film than I remember. It's, it's not really the sort of film that 
until the boat starts sinking, that was when I really got interested in it. Mm. You know, it was fine, it was nice, but I mean, again, there are plenty of films that do that. that yeah, are, are oh, dull, yeah. dull, dull, dull. Oh my god, here we go. Something's yeah, happening. and but I think it's a really. There's clearly a lot of love and attention has gone into this film. Yeah. I think um, you know what James Cameron did, what his production team did. The fact that this film won eleven Oscars, mostly for design elements mm. like sound design, set, uh, costume. It really shows. It's it's still a very special film, still a very special looking film, still a and an, it's an entertaining film. Um, the story's not necessarily wonderful but the story is almost not the important thing in this film um i think titanic has enough has enough sort of cultural um importance yeah. that, that we, everyone knows about the titanic everyone knows about the unsinkable ship sinking um yeah. and, and i think it it gets a lot of just external gravitas from that from from the audience from going almost on. being well it, it's not mythology it's history but it yeah. almost is almost a mythology as a kid you you, you it's kind of your first lesson in what would become called hubris. Yeah, the, like, fo- the know, folly of man. Yeah, that you know that, you know, people say this can't happen, but then, like the Titanic, it does yeah. happen. Yeah. So. Um, ultimately, for me, I would... It, again, it, it's a very good film. It's not one of my favourites, but I, I certainly think it's worth watching if you've got a spare day or two. Um, so <laughs> I would give it... Um, and the computer's not working. Yeah. I am going to give it seven uh, fully working laptops <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> complete out of ten. Because uh, if I had seven fully working laptops, this would sound slightly better. <laughs> um, so uh, if you are listening to this in the future, thank you very much for sticking through this yeah. uh, this iPhone edition. Um, we, we've cut it off at about half an hour because uh, no one should have to listen to someone talking. <laughs> and we're really hoping to just have a proper version. Yeah. If... I almost quite like the idea of that we're rehearsing for our actual <laughs> yeah. version. Yeah. Where we can bring up all the things that we forgot to do, like the 84 years and the guy wearing the Watchmen shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Who literally went and changed shirts in the middle of someone's story. Nobody <laughs> else changed shirts, I'm pretty just, sure, on yeah. clothes. He, comes he back. just came back wearing a Texas shirt. Yeah, so, um, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully you won't hear this, but if you do, thank you very <laughs> thank much. Thank you. Yeah, We're sorry. We're sorry. Uh, it means that I couldn't get the laptop working in time, but we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll try and have that fixed uh, for you. Um, just a reminder, if you want to download other podcasts not recorded on a phone, uh, you, can, <laughs> you can visit us at um, www. Uh, thoughtjarproductions.com for information about the show there and we're available on iTunes and SoundCloud but uh, that's all for this Gorilla Edition so <laughs> until next time bye-bye. bye bye oh my god it fixed itself just as we said that it, oh wow it, <laughs> this is ridiculous so the computer just turned on it, it, it has kind of it has, it's, it, I'm yeah. not, oh my god just as you say goodbye hang on yeah so we're going to keep this going <laughs> it may have it may have just. We may just very quickly say this exact same thing all over again. <laughs> my wife's asleep in the other room. Oh dear. Una momento. Oh no. All right. I think it's. I think it's um, working. It still might take a while. It still yeah. might take a while. You know. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll call it there. Um, yeah. Call it. Yeah. Yeah. You may not hear this, and if you don't, then thank goodness. Uh, but until next time, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> And there you have it. Yes, the uh, the the computer on which uh, all the sound is captured into uh, basically had just done that thing of it had restarted itself uh, whilst we were watching Titanic to try and install updates, and it took a couple of hours to do. And magically, it all started working right at the end. But um, 
but by that point it was almost midnight so we uh, we decided uh, to just come back another day and do the review uh so there you go uh, i hope that you've enjoyed this uh, extra bonus review and that um and that you're all having a lovely time uh, we have another episode another christmas episode officially done all went well uh, coming out on the 27th, uh, on Wednesday the 27th of December, where we are reviewing Love Actually, as chosen by our patrons. So uh, look forward to that, and then uh, look forward to January as well, where um, we're doing something a bit special for January. Uh, the entire month is going to be reviewing Australian films. We are, of course, an Australian podcast. We are based in Australia. So we figured that for January, it might be nice to look at some local cinema and uh, share it with uh, those of you living out there beyond this country and see what you think of it. So for more information about that, and indeed all things Cinema Catch-Up Club, you can find us on Facebook. Just go to the Cinema Catch-Up Club podcast, just search for that and you'll find us. And you can find more information about this show also at our Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast. And of course, there is also our website, fortjarproductions.com. But that's all for this extra special Christmas gift episode, so I hope you're all having an absolutely lovely day, and I'll speak to you very soon. Until then, bye bye <laughs>